Welcome to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. Brought to you by elevatebooks.com. Hello and welcome to another one of our Elevate Podcast. My name is Benjamin J. Harvey, the Difference Maker Mentor. And once again, we have the pleasure of interviewing an international best-selling author from the Elevate series. Now, if you want to find out more about them or any of the other authors in the Elevate series, be sure to check out elevatebooks.com forward slash authors, where you'll actually find a bunch of additional information and plenty of highly valuable and free, that's free resources you can download immediately to further assist you in elevating all areas of your life. So today we're speaking with Patty Duque. Now, Patty is an internationally certified coach, a speaker, and a best-selling author who's made it her mission to help people harness their happiness on their own terms. Now, Patty actually works with kids and adults, helping them get clarity on what they really want, master their mindset, and build emotional resilience that just allows them to get more out of life and to inspire those around them to do exactly the same thing. Now, prior to establishing her coaching business, Patty had over 16 years experience in the corporate world, working with multinational companies in organizational change management, communications, and strategy. Now, it was through her time in the corporate world that she actually realized many people were living an unhappy and an unfulfilled lives. And this led her to pursue her own passions of helping others welcome more happiness in. Her experience combined with her energetic, personal, and practical qualities have proven to help many improve their lives. So please join me and welcome to the show, Patty. Hello. How are you doing? Hello, Ben. How are you? Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks for being here. I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm very excited. I'm very, very excited. Nice. Now, I know, I know our listeners are in for a real treat here. You are like the guru of happiness. And I'm pretty sure there are many people out there that are listening in that would like a bit more happiness. But before we actually jump into your unique systems of doing that, uh, I know there's some people out there that maybe they haven't grabbed a copy of your book yet or maybe they haven't been to your website yet. So just a little bit of background. Why, why, mind, why are you so passionate about mindset, specifically happiness? Why is this the topic for you? Well, Ben, I guess as you mentioned it in my intro, I did spend quite some time in the corporate life. I did sort of what was expected of me. I did my degree. I studied. I did a master's. I moved up the ranks. Um, so I was quite successful, I would say, and I was really happy. I actually really did enjoy what I did. But throughout my career, I really realized that there were so many people out there that just didn't seem to be genuinely happy, like not really enjoying whether it was their work or whether it was, um, you know, their personal life, or whether they just didn't have a hobby. And it just really started worrying me that I, could, I was seeing that more and more. And then with the statistics of depression and um, mental illness going around and kids having the same, I sort of thought, well, you know what? I generally am happy, and if I could give more of this and – expand this energy and try and help people get that clarity of why I sort of was able to get this. Um, and I thought, why not do it? You know, take action, made the decision, and I made the leap, which was very scary at the time, but I really, really was more passionate about helping others build happiness and bring more happiness into their lives. Mm. So when it comes to happiness, right, I 
is it possible for everybody to have it? I mean, is it like, is it a skill? Is it, how do you define this? Like, how, what is happiness and how do people get it? Well, you're right. And I think that's, that's exactly the problem. Because happiness is just different for all of us. However, everybody seems to be on this journey of thinking that if they buy that car or if they buy that house, then they'll find happiness. And once they have it, they'll be happy. Unfortunately, happiness doesn't really, really lie on external things. It really lies from within, and we have to bring it out from within. So for me, really, happiness comes from a feeling of contentment, of pleasure, of joy. So I think for everybody, the meaning of happiness, yes, it has sort of common themes, such as belonging, purpose, meaning, but sometimes the perception of how we can get that happiness it's quite different. So it's not really an end goal. It's more a journey because it doesn't mean that because I consider myself to be a happy person, it doesn't mean that it's, that bad things are not going to happen to me. You know, people that I love will pass. Um, so I'll go through sad moments. I actually have been made redundant in the past that, you know, that it's something that <laughs> It's not necessarily the best time of my life, but you go through it. But it's your perception of how you see every single one of these events and how you then grow and develop and come out the other end. Got it. So it's like a perception thing, I guess, is, is what you're saying. So, so when people are sitting at home and they're like, all right, I want to be happier. I want more happiness and I want it today. What, what can I actually do? What, what, What's the strategy here? Well, funnily enough, I've ran a few workshops. Um, they're mainly goal-setting workshops, but what, the first thing I would start with is what does happiness mean to you? So what does harnessing your happiness actually mean to you? And it blew me away that a lot of people actually hadn't really sat down to think about that or had never really written down a list of the things that made them happy. So I would say number one is really get clarity of what makes you happy. So not your partner, not your kids, because a lot of the times once obviously, um, you know, our life becomes busy and, you know, we then have a partner and then we have kids, we tend to morph into they really like this, so I really like it. Unfortunately, that is wonderful, but if you are forever giving and giving and giving, you're not nourishing yourself. And that's where that unhappiness can start creeping in. So unless you're really happy, you know, I really, really enjoyed Latin dancing when I was younger. Okay, well, well, how come I'm not doing that? So it's more sort of having that clarity of what made you happy yesterday? What made you happy last week? What made you happy last year? And once you have that clarity, you, you can start sort of planning those things into your day, into your week. Mm-hmm. So it's more about getting the activities that make us feel happy. I remember I once heard a definition of happiness was to have good feeling thoughts the majority of the time. And I kind of like that definition. So you're yeah. saying if, if I'm sitting here right now, my very first step is that I sit down, pen and paper, and I, I just work out what does happiness mean. And then second to that, you're saying I can go and get some activities that have made me feel happy in the past and go and do those activities. Is that kind of the first couple of things that you want that I would be doing to get more happiness? 
Well, for, first, yes, definitely getting that clarity of what makes you happy. And then if any of those things that come up are activities such as reading, watching a movie, taking a bath, whatever it might be, then ensuring that you are then incorporating them. Because another thing that you need to do to get this clarity that I find quite um, important is, have you ever heard of the Wheel of Life? I have, yes. So that's sort of a great sort of tool to sort of also put it into perspective of, okay, so where am I at and are the things, so the wheel of life, just to explain it, is just imagine like a pizza, you know, a circle with different slices, and then each slice has a different area of life, like career, finance, health, relationships, attitude, whatever they may be. And then when you actually score yourself from one to ten, you then realize, oh, I'm spending all my time doing this, maybe at work. However, what I really want is to be doing a bit of this, some activity that makes you happy, like reading, dancing, whatever that might be. Got it. And so is the key to get the whole wheel to balance out or is it to just move your awareness into different areas or keep going through the wheel until you find what makes you happy? Well, the key is to look at all areas that well, where you're at at that point and know, realizing that for a wheel to actually be round and be able to roll, it has to be quite balanced. So, yes, the idea is to balance it. So if you're spending too much time at work at the cost of your relationship maybe or at the cost of your health, then you can start focusing some more energy and time in that health and relationship area. And I have found with working through my, with my clients that when you do that, that other area, so when you start focusing on your health and relationship, for example, and that starts increasing in your wheel, so if initially it was two and you want to make it maybe an eight, so you start improving your health and you start improving your relationship, you maintain your career the same, maybe at eight where you might have started, then you start creating a round wheel, and that wheel starts getting into motion, which means you can actually expand furthermore. So now you can, your career can probably go to 10. Yeah, nice. So I guess then with people who are wanting to be happier, apart from finding those activities, I know you've got in, in this book that you've put uh, some great content into, You've got this happiness system. Run us through that. Like, how do we utilize that to really bring more happiness into our life? Well, it's a five-step framework, and um, it does spell out happy, so H-A-P-P-Y. So that's sort of the step-by-step that I take my clients through. So the H stands for here now, and it basically means to be present, to be aware of where you're starting. So where are you at now? So if you were, for example, to choose one area of your life, let's say health, and you say, where am I at now from one to 10? I'm not really, you know, I might be number two. Okay, that gives you sort of a starting point. Then the A is accuracy, and that gives you clarity. So clarity on What do you want? Because clarity is just gold. So being specific as to what you really want and the outcomes you really want to achieve, 
then that will draw you more to achieving them. So it's like building a bit of a bridge. So where am I now and where do I want to go? It's like the Sydney Bridge. You're building a bridge from one side to the other. So, okay. Then you get to P. And then you realize, okay, so P, the first P is progress. And progress is all about learn and develop. So grow your knowledge and grow your skills. So you might want to improve your health, but you don't really know how to. You know, you've never really done any nutritional courses. You've never been to a gym. You've never really done any exercise. So that's okay. You can just start by learning and bringing in as much knowledge as you can. So reading, listening, uh, watching videos about it, obviously going to gym, perhaps getting a personal trainer. Just become hungry for knowledge to understand, okay, how does the body work? How does, um, you know, what sort of exercises can I be doing? So that's the first P. The second P is practice. So it's just giving it a go. You know, we're all going to make mistakes. We all need to learn from them. We all need to tweak it along the way, and then we just try it again. So you might give a gym a go, and then you maybe don't like it. So then you give yoga a go, or maybe you give Zumba a go or something like that. So you're putting it into practice. Whatever you have learned, you're going to go and put it into practice. And then the last, which is the why, is the yin-yang. And that's just to find the balance. So it's just ensuring that you incorporate it into your daily life. So once you actually find what that, um, that key thing that is going to bring more happiness into your life, that you're able to find it, like the Asian symbol of harmony shows, the yin and yang, that life is a balancing act. There's, you know, there's dualities in it. So just make sure that you you put a balance in your life and make sure you schedule it in so you can actually do it. Yeah, I like it. Now, I know recently you uh, traveled uh, in overseas to actually interview Dr. Phil uh, to find out more information about uh, these concepts and other ones. What were some of the things you discovered while you were over there? Oh, that was a great experience. Yes, last year I got to travel to L.A. and and it was quite interesting because Dr. Phil obviously um, has been in this space, in the mindset space for for so many years. And my biggest, biggest, I guess, curiosity was to find out what he thought about mindset and what he thought about both kids and adults. You know, how should they be developing their mindset and how should they, how could they really find happiness? And it was quite interesting because one of the key things that he actually did mention was the fact that for for him, he sort of says, look, I would just say focus on your strengths. When you focus on your strengths, you just go from good to better to better to better because the example that he provided, he said that he wasn't actually that very good at maths when he was younger, So he, but he was really good in personal skills. So from that, he sort of developed, obviously, the talk show that has been on air for so many years. I remember watching it since I was a kid when I lived back in Colombia, and has now been extended for a few more years, um, and has written about nine books. So he he just focused on what made him happy without mm-hmm. worrying too much about his weaknesses. So I guess this is where we just develop what what's going to bring the best out in us. 
Got it. Now, I know you uh, help both corporate people and uh, people who are in business, but also you help their children as well. When you're working with children, I know you had a bit of a chat, Dr. Phil, about this as well. What are some of the keys about getting your happiness in your kids and getting the best out of them? Well, it's quite funny because, to be honest, Ben, and it was a classic. Like, a couple of days ago, I had a session with a nine-year-old over Zoom, and she was overseas, and she's a tennis player. And literally, my next client was an executive up in North Queensland. And in essence, the talk, the, the session was very similar. It was around building that resilience. So with kids, I really do focus on developing their growth mindset. Because I think when you develop the growth mindset, and growth mindset, I'm talking more around, you know, getting them to accept mistakes, getting them to accept um, being open to new ideas. Because Carol Dweck really coined the, that, that term of fixed mindset and growth mindset. And when she did that, she really highlighted in her studies how even kids, because most of her studies are in kids, are how, how they can there were kids that were just thought that they could just do anything, really, that their beliefs was just that, you know, that all the, they had, all the skills, that they could just grow them, that they could just progress and get better. That was their focus. It also allowed them to just um, be open to more opportunities and just um, do more things in life. As for fixed mindset, there are more people that, sort of think these are the capabilities that I have and these are the things that I've been given, the intelligence that I have, and it's been fixed. I can't actually grow this. So with kids, it's so important to show them that it can be done because, as you know, from your science and your plasticity, you know, the brain can develop and we can develop it, uh, develop it and um, make it more flexible. We'll really grow and create myelination. That's something that you talk a lot about. Um, however, we do have a lot of beliefs that are attached to it, and they sometimes limit us. And with kids, what I find is I can work with them. You get good results and quicker results because they don't have so much baggage as potentially adults do. However, what you are confronted with is that obviously the beliefs um, from the family and the parents and the their educators and their culture are still there. So you want to sort of awaken that in them for them to be more curious, for them to be able to think, I can do it. And that's pretty much, I became really passionate in this area just because I started reading more and more about it um, for my own kids. So that's what I do with my kids. Yeah. So with with instilling a growth mindset, what, what are some other things I can do? So I've got a child at home. I want them to have this growth mindset. I notice they've got a fixed mindset. Are there some other pointers that you can suggest? Yeah, absolutely. There's certainly a lot of activities that you can do with kids and around um, also tools to help them um, also sort of when they get stuck and they become frustrated to really start breathing, right? Unfortunately, we don't do a lot of that, and they mimic that from their parents a lot. So one of the key, one of the key things also with growth mindset is sort of that awareness of what where where you're at and and what what's going on through your 
through your mind and what's that self-talk that you're giving to yourself. Because if you really think you can't do it, then you're going to be limited. Yeah. So it's about giving them activities. It's about giving them a certain type of feedback. No. It's also affirmations. So there's, I do a bit of mirror work with my girls as well and even some of my clients. So a lot of self-love and self-worth because, unfortunately, um, sometimes we do take personally what people say to us, and then that gets locked in our brain. So through mirror work, which is just simply sitting in front of the mirror and talking to yourself and giving yourself some really strong affirmations that you believe in, and the more you say, the more you're going to grow that inner self-worth allowing you to believe that you can do anything. So when you are confronted with the event or the situation that, you know, it becomes, things become hard and they become difficult, that they are able to then do whatever they set their mind to do. Mm-hmm. So for you, what's your personal little, because every time I bump into you, you always seem so happy and you've always <laughs> emitting this incredible energy. So, Let's. What are you doing? What happens behind the scenes? Tell us the secret. <laughs> There's no secret sauce. I guess for me it was more realizing that what makes me happy is actually being very active. So I know that endorphins um, is something that I would like to consume every single day. So I do work out. I do exercise every single day in the morning. And I've created this habit. For me, getting out of bed is not really hard. I'm a very early riser and mind feeding. I love doing that. So I go to the gym. I obviously then get this endorphins, which are just a natural drug that your body produces. And that already lifts me up. That sets me up already for the rest of the day and with a completely different mindset. Because even at the gym when I'm doing whatever it is that I'm doing, I go to a place where it's different rounds. So every single round you have to do two exercises. So I just give it my all every single time. And that just lifts me. And then from there, I also obviously am very aware of the energy that I bring to the world and the energy that people bring to me. So if I know I'm going to catch up with someone that tends to drain my energy, I'm quite aware of that, and I know exactly probably not how long I should spend, but maybe how often I should see them, or even some, you know, people sort of fall off the radar. Um, And I think productivity, I think also starting just having that clarity in the day and of how your day is going to be planned out. So every morning I sit down and I go through what my day is going to look like. I actually have a journal that I follow, and um, it's a high-performance journal. And it, I, I love it because it just gives me my morning mindset, my key things I need to focus on. And in the evening, you actually sort of go back and evaluate your day, and you actually rate some of those habits uh, from 1 to 10, you know, did I do good in this or not. It doesn't mean that you need to be perfect. It just keeps you, keeps it real and keeps you're aware of it. And I think it's just really living the moment, you know. We only have one life and we're only here um, to enjoy it, I would say. So sometimes we do tend to take life very seriously, and I know I do sometimes. 
But even with my girls, I think what I've really come to realize is that, you know, just spending the time jumping in the trampoline, if that's what they want to do, or jumping in the pool, those little, it might be a few minutes, and it just brings so much joy. So it's just giving it a go. Nice. I like it. So it's really, I think it just keeps coming back to that whole concept of just doing the things that light you up. And I think there's a lot of great research out there that kind of says that if happiness is what you're after, then love is kind of the horse that drives that. So I think finding the things you love and then scheduling them into your day is a direct guaranteed route to happiness. So are there any other tips that you'd like to share with our listeners? Any other little uh, techniques or stuff that you'd like to share with our listeners before we wrap it up? Oh, I've got lots of techniques that I use with my clients. I don't know. Um, I find as well, probably because clarity, I'd say clarity is the first step to finding that happiness. I'd say journaling. I find it so important to be able to just write things down. I've found that when you do that, you discover a lot of the things that sometimes hold you back or you discover a lot of things that might have happened in the past that you're aware of, but in all honesty, probably didn't want to accept them. And that's certainly what happened to me when I wrote this chapter. I was never really that interested in writing a chapter, uh, a book at at first. And then this opportunity got presented to me. And, and it was a beautiful journey because I discovered a lot about me. Whilst I knew all that, it just put a different perspective into it. So I think that journaling is actually asking yourself some key questions and for any of the listeners, there's plenty of questions there. I love the format of the book because it is like sitting with your best friend, just someone asking you a question and you're just answering that question. If you were to do that with yourself, I think you would actually uncover a lot of things that 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 you know that are there, but you probably wanted, didn't want to face them. And the quicker you face them, um, the better it is. Nice. So... I, I like that idea. I think a lot of people do default to journaling quite a bit because it's a great way of hearing that internal conversation that they have, but also getting a lot of clarity around what they're doing. I think uh, journaling is definitely a popular uh, technique out there. When it comes to journaling, is there any specific way that it listens? Like, say, so I've never done journaling before. It's a brand new idea for me. Uh, what? How do I do this? Well, I guess there's different ways. It's It's just either... Start writing about what you, you know, what comes to mind at that point. But if nothing really comes to mind, because that's sort of what I found with some of my clients, or even getting them to write their goals, some people were like, I don't really know, I've got no idea. So you just get them to really start thinking about, you know, what are things that, um, you know, Think of an event that maybe happened yesterday and then one that really created some emotion, big emotion within yourself, whether it was good or bad, whether you were highly frustrated or very happy and excited about it. And then really start digging in a little bit more and sort of start thinking, right, so why was I feeling like that? And then start questioning yourself, you know, what sort of self-talk and what was like that inner conversation that I was having at that time that I could do it, I couldn't do it, or I was really mad at them, but why was I mad at them? And then you start thinking, oh, because, you know, maybe it comes back to your family. Oh, because my dad used to say this to me, and this used to remind me of that. 
Right. So that got me even more frustrated. So you start writing about that. And before you know it, you start writing about some childhood events that might have happened. And then something you're able to sort of discover something there. And then you start thinking, well, what was my belief at that point? You know, right at that moment, what was my belief and what was my focus? And even what was the meaning that I was giving to this whole event that was happening? So if you were having a mm. very sort of fiery conversation, just start digging into it. And that just takes you. That's the beauty of it. It's just starting. And then it's amazing because you end up in the least expected <laughs> place that you ever thought you would end up. Yeah, nice. I like it. Sounds like a lot of fun. It's something that our listeners can definitely jump on board with. Now, I know that our listeners can find out a lot more about you. You've got some incredible workshops that you run. You do some amazing work in your one-on-one coaching offers. Uh, and for the listeners out there who want to find out a little bit more, you can go to Patty Duque, and that is P-A-T-T-Y-D-U-Q-U-E.com. So P-A-T-T-Y-D-U-Q-U-E.com. And on her website, there, she's got a bucket load of uh, incredible information and some amazing uh, services to provide final words you'd like to leave our listeners with? Um, I would say give it a go, to be honest. It's all about giving life a go. Um, it's about, you know, Pablo Picasso would say, you know, action is the key to success. Um, even Jim Rowan would say start today. I think you, you're the one that says take action. So for me, it's really why not give it a go? What are you waiting for? There's so much to life, and it's only unless you start and you take action now that you then realize, oh, my God, my life has changed from that one moment when I decided to do just one thing different. And that one thing might have just been deciding to give a new activity a go, give a new relationship a go, you know, maybe even start saving money, maybe moving to a different house, a different country, whatever that might be. But really trying to leave your fears aside and understanding that that sometimes they're just holding us back from bigger and greater things. Nice. Just give it a go. I like it. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us in this interview today. It's been a real pleasure having you here on the show and hearing all your wisdom and your happiness formula and all the different tricks around how to uh, get happiness in your life and really you know stick to those activities and find out what lights you up and schedule the stuff in. So. I'm sure our listeners got a lot of value out of that. So thank you so much for being on the show today, Patty. Thank you so much for having me, Ben. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Now, if you'd like to find out more about Patty or any of the other authors, uh, you can do so by visiting elevatebooks.com forward slash authors. And as always, please remember that giving yourself permission to do what you love is the key to elevating all areas of your life. So until we meet again, share your light, live your love, and do whatever it takes to be your own best friend. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. For more information, visit www.elevatebooks.com.